Hello everyone, welcome back to uh, Eat Last Podcast. Um, today we have um, Ping uh, from Ugly Dumpling. Uh, so Ping's been running this business for a few years now and um, she uh, actually used to um, work in an office where she uh, uh, trade at um, uh, in a location that's quite close to my office. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of have Ping on today to kind of talk a little bit about her experience uh, in running not only a street food business, but also a restaurant business as well, uh, and get a little bit of insight in, you know, how she how she, how she kind of run this successful business and her day-to-day operation. So Ping, welcome for joining us today. We're really glad to have Thank you. you. Uh, how are you? Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, just getting by <laughs> through this time, but no, it's all good. Ping. So, for the people who doesn't know who yeah. you are and um, you know what your what your, your what your mm-hmm. business is, um, maybe you can give yourself a quick introduction yeah. and tell us a little bit about uh, Ugly Dumpling and what yeah. you do. Um, uh, at yeah, Dumpling. yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm Ping. Um, I'm doing Ugly Dumplings. <clears throat> Um, in December 2015, so quite a while ago now, <laughs> about, well, more than five years, yeah, nearly <laughs> coming up to five and a half years. Um, time has gone so fast. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so <laughs> back then, um, we just, yeah, started with a really, really small store. Um, I was just doing it by myself. Just with, uh, Well, actually, my boyfriend helped me, well, now my husband <laughs> at the time, um so he he helped me for a bit as well um when he was still working uh but then he eventually gave up mm. his job after about six months uh he gave up his job and then he joined me full time um so we're both yeah wow. uh, so now yeah we're both doing it together um so it's funny actually because we used to work together well we met um at an insurance company um just about seven eight years ago <laughs> uh and then I left that uh, went and worked for um, an estate station actually, yeah, and then left that and then did, started doing this. Um, so now we're working together mm-hmm. again. So yeah, it's a funny story. <laughs> you just can't get away. From yeah, each other. I know. We we really can't. <laughs> uh, it's, it's meant to. It's meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it is. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> You know, we. I mean, you're you're running a business at the end of the day. You know, we all have emotions, so there's going to be good days. Yeah, there's going to be bad definitely. days. But, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you guys have been doing this for five years, mm. so you must be doing something right. <laughs> well, we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, which I mean, it was. It's, it's actually good. Good that you actually told us that you used to work in insurance. Yeah. Because that was actually the next thing that I wanted to ask you. What is it that you actually doing before? Um, starting yeah uh, yeah so actually Um, my first job well when I came out of uni was insurance company um so I did that for mm. about two three years left that then went to an estate agent um for another two years or so um and then yeah then I left that for about six months I was unemployed and then that's when I uh, six months after that I started Ugly Dumplings oh fascinating I had no idea that you was a mistake. Yeah, agent. I know. <laughs> I don't think many people knew about that, actually. So, <laughs> so, the, the odd thing was, so was I. No way. <laughs> yeah, I, I was working as a letter Oh, my gosh, that's the same. Me too. Uh, yeah, in about one for one and a half yeah. years. And then I went into sales for about half, no six way. months. And then I went back to architecture. Yeah, yeah wow. But, yeah, well, where whereabouts um, was it that you in, were in West Hampstead? So you know KFH, the company. <clears throat> Have you heard of them? King Lee Yeah. So uh, I was yeah, yeah I was with, I was with them in uh, West Hampstead branch. Yeah. 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 So I mean, working as a as a letting, as a letting is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially it's a sales. Yeah, job. it's a sales. Do you, do you think working in the? Yeah, exactly. Do Do you think working in this sort of sales kind of position kind of kind of benefited you starting I definitely think so because like you should know like you know it's a very face-to-face environment isn't it in the in SA agency Mm. um so that definitely did give Mm -hmm. me like a lot of experience uh boosted my confidence a lot actually 
Um, and yeah. yeah, it's it's helped. It definitely has helped a lot uh, for the business. How about yourself? Excellent. Well, yes. So, I mean, I've always been quite a social person yeah. anyway. Um, even though I wasn't that good of uh, being an estate agent, I was just <laughs> wasn't that good at selling, property, <laughs> selling features yeah. and selling features of properties. Um, but, you know, again, it was an yeah. experience. I did it for about mm. two years as an mm. estate agent. So kind of definitely had some benefit uh, in terms of kind of building uh, resilience, you know, yeah. skin and, you know, daring to try, try yeah, new things. True. But it's not about me today. It's all about, it's all about you and, and, and ugly dumplings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so you, the, the, the last job you yeah. had was as a working as an estate yeah. agent. And then you said that you're unemployed for kind of six yeah. months. So, so basically, about six months. And, yeah. then, and then you started yeah, up with Yeah, so yeah. So I actually like really like my whole life I've always wanted to be in the food um business um Mm. but obviously you know coming from like Chinese family background with uh parents who who have uh, gone through all that before (laughs) um my I mean my parents were in the takeaway business as well Chinese takeaway so they didn't want me to go through all that as well so you know when I mentioned about yeah. <laughs> about street food, they were like they were okay. they were so against it. Like especially my yeah my like, father, he was like, no, you can't do it. It's not for girls. You <laughs> it's too hard work. So <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that did that was uh, a bit difficult for me to you know start this, but um, but then I was like, you know, what, I was I I wasn't interested in my job at all. I knew that I couldn't stay in that. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I just literally like pluck up the courage to, to leave that job. Um, and then I, I didn't know what I was going to do to be honest. I mean, I wanted to do the street food. Um, but then I also had other ideas about, uh, working in a restaurant, maybe working in the kitchen, you know, uh, obviously wanted to open my own restaurant as well, but I didn't have the funds for it. I didn't know how to start doing that either. Um, so at the time I was just Mm -hmm. really a little bit confused like what I actually really wanted to do all I knew that I wanted to do was to be in the food business so um so then yeah during that six months I uh, did quite a lot of experience um I worked mm-hmm. in a few restaurants and the uh, in the kitchens just you know just to gain some experience uh a few Michelin mm-hmm. restaurants as well uh and yeah wow. uh, then I yeah I did I also helped some street food stores uh like some in Camden market mm-hmm. so just to gain that some more experience mm-hmm. and then actually what happened was um I did an intensive dim sum course for um right for two weeks um at the school uh-huh. of walk and and then that actually yeah, that actually yeah, yeah, yeah. brought my interest uh in dim sum like a lot more um I actually, you know, I never really used to make dim sum at home uh, or dumplings at home. Um, most of my cooking is right. mainly like because my background is Malaysian, like yourself, Malaysian Chinese. So mm. most of the food that my mm. parents or my mother would cook at home is all like Chinese Malaysian sort of cooking. Um, mm. So mm. yeah, she didn't really show me how to make the dumplings to be honest uh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so it was actually myself who started to experiment with dumplings at home um and then mm-hmm. and then yeah after the dim sum course I was just so interested you know I was like really fascinated um with the different types of dim sum the different types of dumplings the dough making a dough at home and uh making all the different types of fillings at home so yeah sure. so that's um what I started doing basically in that time yeah yeah that's fascinating I I I guess being being unemployed for about six months is actually a benefit to you because was it something I mean as you say you know you were looking to kind of start going to business that's food related Mm. anyway do you think that six months of being Mm -hmm. unemployed actually kind of forced you to do it um... or or do you think you'd you'd have just kind of carried on staying in a job and be more in in a comfortable position with that kind of. I I think I definitely I needed that time. I definitely needed you know, uh, mm. that six months to be able to do this because if I was still staying in a job, um, mm. I, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't have the time at all. 
to do anything because my my job was yeah. full time. It was yeah. like so many crazy hours, you know, a week. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, there wasn't any time for anything. So I definitely think that's that the time out really, really helped me. Mm. Mm. Pink, is, do you know someone called Oh, yeah, Panos? that's my husband. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, husband. yeah, yeah, my oh. husband. He's out at the moment. So, so, so maybe we can get him in. Is he there? Sure, because someone just someone just joined the podcast. Oh, because I sent um, him the link. That's why. Called Pan. Ah, I see. I see. So he, I think he's probably oh, he's listening. listening. To us, he's having <laughs> yeah. the the, the first hand experience, make, making sure that you know you're not saying anything <laughs> bad about him. <laughs> Wait, is he bad? I don't even know so he's actually, he probably is. I'm, they just, he's yeah, he's just having himself a silent <laughs> moment. Yeah, but um, it's quite mm-hmm. fascinating that you know prior to so prior to kind of starting um uh ugly dumpling you have no experience whatsoever in terms of kind of dumplings or making um, dumplings yeah, it's just no, that after you've got not really i didn't have much yeah experience. so yeah just uh just and then you just kind of went at home oh all right and then you just kind of did a course yeah. and then and then it just kind of it's that simple you just took it up you just took it took it yeah. from there <laughs> basically yeah amazing <laughs> yeah so I mean that was the that was the the kind of the kind of light yeah, bulb that, moment. That right? So just, yeah, always that, wanted that, to start street mm, food. That drove me like you know from yeah. then on. That's like literally what started me going. Yeah, and and how about how about the the, the, the brand? You know, I mean it's <laughs> it's obviously it's quite peculiar. Yeah. I mean, like in today's in today's society, yeah. everyone wants to be beautiful, yeah. glamorous, <laughs> or just kind of absolutely kind of spotless. Yeah. And then you know, you name your brand yeah. ugly yeah. dumpling. I mean, I get the I get the I get the yeah. dumpling. It, you know what? what? what was, it it idea actually took ugly? me like such a long time to come up with the name. Like I was thinking for about right. a week or so, just like writing down like many different names what to call um, okay can you share some can you and share then, some of the ones that didn't make it <laughs> well you know like even whatever you mentioned just now happy dumplings beautiful dumplings things like that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so but yeah no we we went with this well no one actually liked it at first i was asking all my friends i was like what do you think of ugly dumplings they're like mm, why why would you call it ugly mm. no you can't do that and, and then mm. I was like, yeah, maybe mm. I shouldn't, you know. Then after that, I was just like, it was just kept playing in my mind, like, <laughs> every day. And I was like, actually sounds really catchy. Um, and then mm. and then my husband's like, yeah, actually, you know what, it's not too bad. <laughs> so, then, so then we thought, yeah, let, let's just go with it. And actually, you know, we can build up a story yeah. on that because, like, ugly dumplings, yeah. like, related yeah, yeah, yeah. to ugly duckling. The ugly duckling. Yeah, you know, yeah, and um, yeah. and dumplings like when when they're handmade, they're not very beautiful, are they? Like, <laughs> like they're no. all different shapes. It can be all out of shape sometimes. Um, so they're, they're unique they, in their own, very, like just like human like, beings. It's not very like pleasant <laughs> to look at, but um, but when you eat it, uh-huh, it's uh-huh. like a different story. So that's why it, it how it can relate to like ugly ducklings story. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's as cliche as it might sound. It's not about how it looks, but it's really what's yeah, inside, exactly. right? <laughs> it's all about the inside. <laughs> cool. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, even 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 David Chang has a a show called Ugly. Oh yeah, Delicious. exactly. Ugly so, Delicious. Yeah. You know, um, exactly. Ugly is a uh, ugly is a beautiful <laughs> word. Now, I guess. That's a trend. I mean, I, I interviewed someone yeah. yesterday called, uh, his name's Alex, um, and he runs a street food store called uh, Ugly oh, Duck. Okay. Right. Literally yeah. Ugly Duck. And he sells, he sells by me. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I think he has a, he had a kind of a similar kind of you know, uh, yeah. thought process um, when he sure. when he started the name. Oh, nice. Yeah, maybe he, maybe maybe he could, he got inspiration from you. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> maybe. I need to meet him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I think you yeah. do. He's a he's a lovely he's a lovely do a guy. <laughs> right away, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Um, Pink. So for people who doesn't know, you you own not only street food but you have a restaurant as well. Yeah, right? yeah. So um, yeah, um, yeah, the restaurant. So which 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 one came the first? Did the, the street food yeah. come first, or did no? The, the street food. Yeah. Street food. All right. So 
we yeah, yeah this the street fest uh, started in December 2015 um then about mm-hmm. one and a half years later came the restaurant um so the restaurant actually just just one and a half yeah, years the restaurant opened July 2017 wow. and and it's not just any it's not just a restaurant in some town you know the a residential mm-hmm. town this is in Soho yeah right? in Carnaby Street Carnaby yeah. Street, which is in the heart of Soho, yeah. where the food scene is. I mean, it's it's. I find it fascinating <laughs> that you would even be able to kind of get a spot yeah. in that kind of um, in that kind of location. Yeah. I mean, jumping from street yeah. food, which is you know relatively a kind of low a, a lower investment mm. kind of business, mm. going into you know a, a brick and mortar, yeah. not only brick and mortar, <laughs> but brick and mortar in. The, the, just the, the, the heart of yeah. Soho. I mean, what kind so of, that kind be, of job yeah, must have been? Yeah, so to be completely know, honest scary, with right? you, actually, how it started off. Um, mm. So, oh. actually, our business partner, Philip, um, he's, he approached us um, and he wanted to open a restaurant. So, actually, we joined uh, forces and we became business partners with him. And he actually helped mm-hmm. us with opening the restaurant. Um, yeah, right. so actually he kind of like invested in our business. So sure. um, so yeah, so now we we run that together. Um, and financially, I mean, he he backed it all up for us. So to sure. be honest, sure. we were just so lucky, you know, uh, to be able to have met him yeah. and um, have mm-hmm. him on board basically so sure yeah that's how i mean lucky is one thing (laughs) but you know lucky is one thing but you obviously kind of got your brand and you know you you started the the whole kind of brand and getting the work together first before you know so you can't you can't not give credit to yourself (laughs) for you know start starting yeah amazing amazing i mean that's not that's not too bad of a friend i know it's it's not it's not (laughs) I mean, was that was that part was that part of your plan, or did no, you just go kind of around with it? it? Wasn't or did you just kind of... I mean, to be honest, I did. Eventually, I always wanted to open a restaurant. Yeah, but um, mm. but we just don't don't have the funds at all. I mean, you know how much investment you have to put into it, right? Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and we we just couldn't be we just couldn't afford it at all. So when this opportunity sure. came along, we thought we had to take it. Um, you know. Mm. Um, if if there's no risk, there's no gain, <laughs> right? So yeah, so yeah we, we that's that's it. The bigger the risk, the yeah, bigger the gain. Yeah. So I mean, we're still yeah. open now. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens, but um, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> In this time, cool. I mean, um, you know, like so. So you started this kind of um. The ugly mm-hmm. dumpling street food scene uh, about five yeah. years ago. You yeah. said right. Um, the street food scene, kind of five years ago, is is very different yeah. to what it yeah. is now. You know, it has really kind of blown yeah, up really, in the last yeah, couple really of years. Um, so, from your experience, mm-hmm. how, how how did how did you kind of experience that kind of transition uh, from you know street food and now it becomes like a super trendy. Yeah. Kind of business and and how did you kind of adapt yeah. to it so and, yeah and at first them, like know? um yeah five years ago i mean it wasn't such a a big a po- popular scene back then was it um and over no. the years i think yeah trying to adapt to i guess because of all these other <laughs> traders popping up everywhere i think we have to adapt to to that the new styles the new trends so, um, mm. I mean, even like when we first started off, our banner was completely different to what we have now, and our mm. our gazebo was completely different to to now. So it's it's changed yeah. from like a small, maybe just like one two tables with a small banner, <laughs> uh, yeah. and then now to like yeah. a big, like branded gazebo with all printing all over it. Um, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. so that's the way we have to adapt to the new changes, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, back back in the days, there wasn't probably wasn't even that much kind of information about how to start no, a street food yeah, business. Really. You know, and now now there's 
nowadays company like Curb yeah. who who runs like boot yeah, camps yeah. or kind of workshops. There's a lot you know, more help now. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more, and there's a there's um a kind of a closer net of yeah, community now network. that people can ask each other yeah. question. Yeah, I mean, how did how did you do it, or did you just kind of jump in and? I just, you said that I'll figure <laughs> yeah, it out. Yeah, literally just along like, the way, just step by step, I suppose. Um, just started off more. Mm. Uh, we started off actually in Covent Garden in an indoor market there, um, just uh-huh. with a tape, just two tables and a banner, and uh-huh. <laughs> and that was it. Uh-huh. And um, uh-huh. then you just have to adapt for every single uh, market is different. So um, some will require a gazebo. Some will, they will provide it for you, um, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. And as time went on, um, we invested a bit more money into it, uh, whatever we could afford. We were just buying new equipment, you know. So just to, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, improve our looks, improve the way we do things, how we cook. Um, yeah. So we learn day by day, <laughs> I suppose. Yes, yeah, so there's a there's a constantly yeah, learning constant. process. It's, really, know, it's, really. it's great to hear that. Yeah, exactly. And it's great to hear that you're constantly yeah. um, kind of reinvesting back into the business yeah. as yeah. well and, and grow it and change it and, and optimize Yeah, I mean, it. even looking I at mean, other traders you know, as well, like whatever, sometimes we see what their equipment they use and we ask them for advice. We always, it's just like a, a community, isn't it? Yeah. Like um, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like a family, you just build, yeah. build friendship with other. I mean, it is yeah. absolutely. You know, it's like, uh, and it's like, like you and I, thing. We've we've never yeah, met I know. before. Uh, we've just kind of connected over over the well, over yeah, social yeah. media, you know. And and you know, when I said that I was going to do a mm. podcast, you, you was one of the first one that you know I that kind of came yeah. to mind. Uh, because you're not also your fellow Malaysian. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though I'm personally not a Malaysian, oh, okay. uh, my wife oh, is. Okay, from, fine. My wife is yeah. a Malaysian. Um, Where are you from? You know, uh, so I'm oh, Chinese. Chinese um, my I'm, I'm I'm what they call a BBC. Uh, okay, BBC. My parents are yeah. from South China. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, like Malaysia's the Malaysian. Oh, it's great how you've learned all the is, Malaysian food. Uh, yeah, exactly. The Malaysian food, the Malaysian slang, the culture, you know, everything. The how to speak, the culture. But no, let's let's not talk about me. It's all about you today. Sure. <laughs> but um, it's 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 really true what you say. You know, it's about it's about um, it's it's a very kind of close knit yeah. uh, community, and it's about family, yeah. and you know, people just gonna share information mm. and 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 as yeah, and 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 grow yeah. together. Um, I mean, Peng, like you're running. A street food business, yeah. and you're also running uh, a business, a restaurant yeah. business in central London. <laughs> I mean, there must they, they, I can imagine that there's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> you know, what's the what's the what's the most enjoyable kind of aspect of you know running these two business? Um, uh, so these actually, two yeah, it, it um, can be stressful at know. times. Um, mm-hmm. Like even actually, when we were so we we also had Box Park. We were in Box Park, um, uh, Wembley, last for one year for the whole of uh, 2019. Um, but we actually mm-hmm. closed the end of end of last year now. So actually, with the three running mm-hmm. at the same time, <laughs> that was the most stressful mm-hmm. uh, time for me. Um, just going back and forth, going to three different locations as well. But um, but mm. yeah, at that time when we were at Box Park, I was there full-time for the first sort of six months of it being open and mm-hmm. um, so I had to mm-hmm. juggle that and um the street food was it was difficult but we you know we we have help so my husband as well doing the street food we've got a business partner who's running the our restaurant for us we have managers we have the staff um so that helps that really really helps when you have good staff you've got reliable members um you know of staff then actually it really really takes mm. off the load of you so that's just that's mm. what's really important amazing and um you know from 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 starting five years yeah. ago which was a bit of a, a one-man band with just you and your uh husband yeah, yeah. now um to kind of growing like a, a team of yeah. people um to run your street food yeah. 
your multiple kind of brick and mortar mm. business. What was that experience like? You know, interviewing people yeah. <laughs> and finding the right people. Yeah. You know, that shares the your same value. What was that kind of process yeah. like? Because I know, you know, personally in this mm. business, and from experience from other street food mm. traders as well, you know, staffing is you know one of the things that we all struggle yeah, with. Yeah, it's it um, is a real struggle. But it seems like you know you have a bunch of reliable yeah. staff. How, how did you kind of overcome? Um, those challenges in finding the right people. Yeah, so um, it's it is hard. It is hard to find the right people. Um, in mm. especially uh, when we at box part because most of our staff are part time students. Um, so that was the difficult um part. But once you actually get your reliable staff, you get your full time staff, you get people who actually are motivated uh in doing what they you know do, and you actually have to give them motivation as well. Give them um. Mm some you just you, yeah I mean I guess it's all training um as well and it is hard to find the right people um it has taken mm-hmm. us a lot of time especially in Carnaby Street from when we first opened but mm-hmm. um we, our teams actually to be honest have changed um especially the front of house team it has changed quite quite a lot um but our mm-hmm. back of house team has has stayed pretty much quite consistent since uh, when we first opened um yeah that's been good that's been really really good for us um obviously front of house you know it's always going to change but um but constantly i mean we at the moment we have a really good team so i'm happy for that and our manager who's in charge of the restaurant for us he's very very good very reliable Mm. very um business-minded as well which is what we need so all that really really mm. helps mm. helps us amazing yeah. so you know uh, being able to kind of retain uh staff for you know five years mm. definitely um says a lot about you as um uh, as a person and as a business owner and you know yeah. uh, how, how how do you think that you how, how did you how do you think that you were able you to, kind of retain to these kind of good staff what it is, is you need to mm. you don't think of them as staff sometimes you have to treat them like mm. okay not too friendly but still like your friend you know um yeah sure. respect as well you have to build respect um yep. so so yeah that that's just the way you have to do it to to keep them happy um mm-hmm. of course sometimes you have to be a bit strict <laughs> when they're not doing their job of yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, I mean, Ping. So, so, so you started ugly dumplings without any experience whatsoever yeah. about making dumplings as as a is in 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 a mass kind of production anyway. Um, and just went to a course uh, to kind of learn how to do it. Um, I mean, how how did you kind of eventually kind of come up with the idea that okay. Or, or uh, finalized on a menu um, that I'm going to have X, Y, Z on a menu. Yeah. Um, was it some experimentation that you've done yeah. yourself, uh, adapted a, a few kind of things that you've kind of mm. learned? How, how did you kind of finalize on a menu um, for your street food and for your yeah. for your uh, restaurant? Well, uh, right in the beginning, actually, before uh, I started a street food, um, I experimented mm. with a lot of different flavors and fillings for the dumplings. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually... Mm-hmm. Like the flavors that we started off with are very different to what we uh, sell now. Um, so there were some mm-hmm. flavors like um, that I did before that were that are not even like on the menu now, um, such as like curried paneer dumplings. We did chicken and mushroom. Also did um, mm-hmm. goat cheese and caramelized onions. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, we just try to come up with different different fillings, um, and so. I just tested it out, like, you know, with my friends. Um, we, at, in the beginning, it was just all trial and error. Um, so mm-hmm. just got my friends to give me feedback, what they thought, uh, got everyone to taste it, basically. <laughs> um, and, then, yeah. and then we we sold it at the, at the markets as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's where we can actually test out the flavors of the dumplings um whether customers like it 
we ask them for feedback as well, what they think of them. Um, and I guess how much we sell, what, what flavors are more popular, obviously um, depends on like the most fillings that we sell, things like that. So, um, and then after that, eventually we landed on um, just five like main flavors that we're doing now. Um, at the street fair, mm-hmm. so the five main flavors are um, aromatic dark, um, mm-hmm. prawn and chives, five spice pork mm-hmm. belly, chicken satay, and mm-hmm. spinach and tofu. So those are the five um, yep. ones that we are we stick with now um, at at mm-hmm. the street food. But um, for our restaurant in Carnaby Street, uh, we have many mm-hmm. other flavors there. So for like savory. Uh, flavors we have another five or six flavors and then we also do there's like cheeseburgers yeah, and yeah. truffles <laughs> and halloumi I yeah mean, we have cheeseburgers is... mushroom truffle halloumi courgette um yeah, yeah many different different ones also yeah i mean uh, you're really kind of thinking you're really thinking outside the box because you know when you're when you're talking about cheeseburgers or halloumi yeah. and courgette you wouldn't automatically think of was it was it something that you were worried about if people can accept it or did you taste it yourself Uh, you love it yourself i'm just going to do it anyway yeah we we tested it a lot actually um so even like before we opened a restaurant our head chef who we hired at the time um he Mm. he came up with loads of different flavors as well so we were literally just experimenting mixing up different flavors and ingredients together seeing what we can come up with but we knew that we wanted to do like you know mushrooms so actually that was um our business partner's idea so we wanted a mushroom uh dumpling so then we have to Uh like kind of like yeah come up with the best recipe for it (laughs) and see what works um Sure. And then the cheeseburger one, that was another one of like another, you know, person's idea as well. So we just um, came up with that as well. The recipe for that one um, mixed like, um, sure. yeah, just played around basically. <laughs> it's really good that you're open to kind of other people's ideas as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can you allow them to kind of uh, take on the, put on the experiment hat, experimentation hat yeah. and then just, and, and then just kind of pick the best one. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Right? I mean, even um, at the restaurant, we we did also ask get our staff involved too. So um, mm-hmm. for so our kitchen staff, we even got them to do like a competition where they each come up with their own uh, dumpling filling, and whoever's is the best, then we'll put it on the menu, like you know things like that. So, so cool. just to keep them interested as well. Um, and I mean, you can put anything in dumpling, so you know. <laughs> yeah. That's great what you do about kind of, you know, asking your staff to do yeah. a bit of a competition, like a friendly yeah, kind of yeah. competition. It almost have, it's almost like, you know, you kind of give them ownership yeah. of, um, you know, what you serve at the, yeah. at the restaurant and kind of, and it's, it's yeah, I mean, for me, I, I'll be kind of very, yeah, get them more involved and be proud about what they, what they serve as yeah. well. Amazing. <laughs> cool. I mean, I mean, Ping, I mean, you, you know, you running kind of multiple kind of sites and businesses, it must be, you know, quite, fr- must be quite uh, busy at time. Um, <laughs> like what does a normal kind of day-to-day look like for you? You know, how do you manage your time um, and get everything you need to yeah. do, everything you need to get done, you yeah. know, in 24 hours, um, including yeah. sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, before, you, it was a very, very stressful, um, I mean, I enjoy it as well, of course. Um, but yeah, day, daily things that we do is we have obviously wrapping the dumplings. That's a, a daily thing. Um, so mm. because we hand wrap all our dumplings, um, yep. so that's basically the <laughs> that takes up most of our time actually. Um, so when we're not yep. at the market, we're at home wrapping dumplings. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, I was wrapping dumplings before talking to you. Uh, it's, ne- it's, it's never ending. Yeah, it? it's not. It's never ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, basically, obviously, you have to keep the stock up. So whatever we have less in stock, we have to replenish the stock. So what we um, with the dumplings, um, as soon as we wrap them, we freeze them. So they are kept frozen mm-hmm. in the freezer. Um, 
So we have to count, always mm-hmm. have to count our stock, see if we've got enough um, for the markets as well, especially. So like we kind of just estimate, you know, how many we need for each market. And we know now basically roughly mm-hmm. how much, how many we sell in each market. So mm-hmm. that's what we do mm-hmm. mainly like every week. We, um, we just have to sort of, yeah, make sure that we've got enough basically for every market for the dumplings and, and that's, sure. that's, yeah, our daily, <laughs> that's what we do, daily. A, a lot of dumpling wrapping. Do you, do, you ever, do, you ever, do you ever dream of um, wrapping dumplings? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I did. Not anymore, but um, I used to, <laughs> yeah, when, when we first started. I think that was all that was in my head every single day. It was For like a whole year, I was just dreaming about dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it must be a it must be a very delicious dish. <laughs> uh, can be, but sometimes <laughs> yeah. not. Sometimes. No, I I totally get what you yeah. mean. Um, I mean, you know, the, I'm pretty sure that you know, running all these businesses uh, with so many kind of moving parts, it, it can get quite uh, stressful mm-hmm. at time. And you know, there's probably times that you know you feel like, what the hell? What? Why the hell am I doing yeah. this? You know, why am I? myself through so much yeah. um kind of pain yeah. uh but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's multi- there's some sort of motivation yeah. that kind of push you to kind of carry on yeah. what's your motivation in 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 not only your business yeah. but in in life as well um kind of what's your passion for, and what drives for the, you for for business um i think actually no i think social media actually pay, plays quite a huge part in motivation mm. and like drive um mm-hmm. and i think because now, like, you know, I see a lot of photos, uh, like, even just seeing photos of um, our dumplings being posted on Instagram or whatever of, you know, our customers taking mm-hmm. pictures of our, of our dumplings, like, things like that, I just, like, I love seeing. And um, mm. and then, like, reviews as well, people, like, commenting on our dumplings. Like, that really, really, like, just drives me to, like, want to, mm. like, just keep, you know, improving and... Um, and mm. like motivate me for, like just to keep going really um and also um daily um I'm I'm such a foodie like I'm a massive foodie um so mm. like I did start my food blog <laughs> but I have I haven't actually managed to continue it yet um so I started the food blog yeah. already this year and because I I love going out to eat like that's all um I, I love doing <laughs> Um, but that yeah. that is another like just motivation for me is just like going yeah just new things looking at food like watch so many food programs like, I love watching that and just yeah trying to yeah. develop new ideas as well coming up with new recipes like that just yeah keeps me going. Great, yeah, I'm starting to see a trend here. Most of the people that I've kind of spoke yeah. to for this podcast yeah. are all foodies as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I ask about their hobbies yeah. and their interests, it's like, um, yeah, it's food. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so it's, 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 it's not surprising, it's, is it? Our brain. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, and most of the time that the reason that we're doing what we're doing is... Um, There's a passion it's, about it's, it. It's yeah. a, a passion yeah. about it, but it's also about scratching your own itch as well. You know, yeah. this is something that I would really want. And that's why yeah. I'm doing it. And the, uh, the the other things like um, uh, like the materialistic thing like money, even though it is important, bills and mortgages and rent yeah. to pay, but those are all secondary. It's always yeah. about the passion of food. I was, I was going to say, I was actually of... going to mention money, to be honest. That It's absolutely fine. Yeah, the second factor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pe- pe- people think that money is like a bad word, but, you know, it's, it's, it's an undeniable fact that we all need we all money need to it, yeah. survive. Exactly. Yeah, we all need it. That's- and, um, you know, I read somewhere it says that money just makes more of who you are. Yeah. Uh, so if you're, a bad, if you're a bad person or a greedy person, mm-hmm. you'll just be more greedy and more bad. But if you're generous and um, a generous person mm. and a nice person, money will just make you more of a, more of a nice person and more of a generous person. Okay, and I and yeah. I, yeah. I personally really believe in that. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's a good But uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons why 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 we're all doing yeah. it. Um, cool. I mean, so you know, 
you've been doing this for five years now. Mm. Street food, restaurant, pop up, yeah. you know, different locations, yeah. box park, and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, now you're doing even like delivery services yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, for, for for someone that's looking to, you know, before this kind of whole pandemic happened, yeah. you know, for someone that was kind of looking in, into kind of doing this kind of street food business or even a restaurant business, yeah. you know, what kind of advice would you? What kind of advice would you give them? The kind of advice that, uh, I wish I would have kind of got that advice before I started kind of thing. I would say that, like, the I think the most important thing um, is Mm. that you are you have to make sure that you're hundred percent committed, yeah, to to do this before you start doing or you start your own business um, Mm. in in food. So. Just make sure that you actually love what you're doing. Um, that mm-hmm. yeah, you are passionate about it. That is what you enjoy as well. Um, and that, like, yeah, I think I think it's just commitment um, about what you do. Um, because for me, it was just like it was. I, I don't know. I think <laughs> for me, the love was always there. You know, when it first started, like even from the first day until now like I'm still thinking about yeah. dumplings I'm still thinking about making something different like new dumpling new filling every single day like just something mm. new um and mm. I suppose that's what you need to have as well like yeah yeah so I, I mean like like speaking to you I mean from your tone and the energy that you can uh, give it out, I, I know you're absolutely passionate about it, <laughs> you know. So for you, I think it was it must have been quite easy, <laughs> even though you know it's hard work physically and hard work yeah. mentally. But because you love it so much, yeah. and you have so much passion in it. Mm. That's just that's just that's just something that you don't even think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just about creating the, the most delicious and yeah. the most exciting kind of dumplings for you. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um... Yeah, I don't think, yeah, there hasn't been a time where I'm like, you know, um, I hate doing this kind of thing. Okay, fine, there's times when uh, it's stressful and it's difficult and market life is obviously going to be like that. Um, yeah. You know, but but still, I'm I'm still like, I, I love this. I love doing this and it's part of mm. me now. It's like my life now, you know. So, Good. like, I, yeah, I don't think. I could even give it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you obviously have a lot of passion in this, mm. but um, apart from the passion of dumplings mm. and and you know running your businesses and stuff like that, uh, what what do you do kind of outside these um, when you're running a business or yeah. you're thinking about dumplings? Do, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, um, you know, kind of take your mind off the of things and just kind of relax. Yeah. Do you do any? Do you have any of those kind of moments? Um, I like to. Well, going back to food, I love I love cooking, and um, so I like actually cooking all sorts of food. Actually, so um, at home, like I'll cook a lot. Um, mm-hmm. do different cuisines as well. Um, love eating out. <laughs> um, I love um, traveling as well. Traveling is like one of my. Um, I just yeah I love just going around traveling and but the places I do go to has to definitely have to have good food <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um and, that's why that's why you travel yeah that's food. basically why I travel yeah <laughs> make sure they have good street food or I won't be there <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the what's one of the best location that you've been to for for food for feed um and street and street food street food i think uh, uh hanoi don't be by don't be but you're gonna be biased here no i'm okay i'm not gonna say malaysia <laughs> so apart from <laughs> apart from malaysia um i yeah. actually want to i actually really really enjoyed hanoi um hanoi, yeah. yeah the street food there like the street food scene is just crazy like it's amazing like um yeah. you know the the food there is <laughs> I think I literally had the best like of every single Vietnamese dish you could think of like there. Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, I mean I guess I, 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 Thailand as yeah. well. Um a lot of Asian countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I was in Hanoi um uh, four years ago, yeah. two thousand sixteen. Yeah. 
and I had the most wonderful time. Even their yeah. coffee yeah. is next level. I know, um, right? You know, people, people don't really kind of relate, uh, you know, coffee yeah. with kind of Southeast Asia. Yeah. But, you know, they do the most amazing yeah. coffees. Yeah, I know, I know. You know? But, yeah. It's, uh, and, and Thailand, I was there last year, actually. Oh, I love as well. Thailand. And the street food, <laughs> street food scene is there. Is, I love is it. Unbelievable. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Just thinking about it, it makes me realise that I really right need to now. start working. <laughs> I want to be there right now, yeah. no doubt, in, in, in that kind of climate as well. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, I mean, you know, you switching off is basically you thinking more about food, um, which is fantastic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ping, um, you know, before this kind of whole pandemic happened, mm. you know, and we're all in, in the lockdown now at home, um, if, you know, if, if this didn't have happened, mm. or even if it's, now it has happened, yeah. um, what were the kind of future plans and, you know, exciting kind of plans yeah. that you have? Uh, for 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 both your kind of street food and your restaurant business, um, what's the what's the next step that you know yeah. you want to take it take the two businesses? Yeah, to? so actually, um, I think if this like you know pandemic wasn't happening at the moment, um, mm-hmm. for the street food we would have liked to develop it more. We'd like to actually get a a food truck as well, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, be able to go to like um, more festivals, bigger festivals. Uh, so that was actually mm-hmm. our next plan, um, to be honest, for, for all that. And yeah. um, and then for the restaurant, um, sort of, I think, yeah, we would we are obviously looking to expand as well, um, maybe to open another branch um, too. But at the moment, obviously, not able to. But um, yeah. but I mean, we're doing deliveries, which is good. Um, lot we've got a lot of customers um ordering from us so and we're sell- yeah selling quite a lot of the frozen dumplings um mm-hmm. so that's actually that's that's given us another thing to think about you know uh, because before we weren't even selling any frozen dumplings uh, yep. so that's it's like another avenue for us now um and yeah. Because, yeah. yeah we are actually doing um quite well with the deliveries um, so mm-hmm. I think, yeah, with that, we might we might think about maybe, well, I think the next step will be just to design, like, um, a better packaging as well for the frozen dumplings. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe just to maybe find a distributor or uh, sort of like a delivery service so that we can expand and, like, uh, go, like, nationwide and so not, like, just within London. Uh, so we'd like to mm-hmm. do that because we we've had a lot of customers asking us like who live outside London. So, um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's probably the next thing to think about for us. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, and obviously, I don't know, like the big dream is to maybe go into like a supermarket or something. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Amazing. You, I mean, you, you do have to kind of, you know, uh, as much as I, I it, it pays me to use this quote, but you know tr- Donald Trump did say once, if you're gonna dream, you might as well dream big. Yeah, dream big. Um, <laughs> and and it's true. And um, you know you're one of the you're one of the the, the traders that I know on Instagram anyway yeah. that has really kind of pivoted and actually tried to do something um, even during these difficult times yeah. of the pandemic. Mm. Um, you know I read a quote somewhere right at the beginning of the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, a quote by Mark Cuban. He said that you know, in the times where that, that the business is not functioning properly, yeah. there's an opportunity for us to kind of try new things yeah. and innovate. Yeah, that's true. Um, and if it sticks, and if it sticks, you know, you have a new uh, revenue or yeah. business. You know, have a new line of business. Yeah. And this is exactly what you're doing now. You know, yeah. you, now that you're now that this could be potentially a, a, an extra stream mm-hmm. of, of income for yeah. you as well. Yeah. Which is fantastic, and you know, I just. I obviously hope that you know, this will continue work for you and Thank you know you. To continue to grow <laughs> and you know and 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 hopefully that I'll be able to kind of see it in supermarkets as well <laughs> in the near future. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, so uh, after all this, um, you know, we all know that things are never going to be the different, uh, the same again. Mm. Um, how how do you think the the food scene is going to change? Um, you know, from your perspective, yeah. the street food 
uh, and the kind of restaurant business? How how do you think that would change? Um, I think even if the street food um, starts up again, um, mm-hmm. I I think a lot of people, obviously people are going to be a lot more cautious now, um, mm-hmm. you know, when they go out, when they go shopping, when they eat out. Um, and so I guess we need to adapt to that. We need to adapt to the current situation, what's happening at the moment. Um, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess, to be honest, I mean, I don't know, like we just have to see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. with, with the street food, actually, um, our street food organizer they they just emailed us saying that they're thinking of reopening um, mm-hmm. in June. So we want to see some restrictions there. So I mean, we'll just see what ha- see what happens. Um, there will be you know like the two meter distance things like that. They'll still have to do that. Um, even mm-hmm. with if we do reopen our restaurant as well, we might have to think about like making it more um, for sort of takeaway style, uh, mm-hmm. making more space in there, things like that. We just have to adapt, I guess, doesn't it? Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, none of us know what's going to happen. None mm-hmm. of us know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, after this lockdown, mm-hmm. and yeah, we just have to kind of adapt and mm-hmm. and 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 see and try our best, yeah, really. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, this is it. Uh, this this is the that was the last question, really. Um, Ping, you know, I thank you so much for <laughs> taking your valuable time. Sorry. I was kind of dumpling wrapping um, <laughs> to, to 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 do this podcast with, uh, to do this episode okay. of podcast with me. Yeah, that was great. Um, cool. would you like to kind of share um, a little bit more about where can people find you on social media? What kind of handle and uh, about all your delivery services? Yeah, well? yeah, sure. So. Um... We're on Instagram, um, so you can follow us on Instagram. It's the.ugly.dumplings. Um, our restaurant is also um, uglydumpling.uk. Um, and Facebook, mm-hmm. we've got as well Ugly Dumplings and also Twitter. You can find us there. So we will we yep. do update um, our Instagram, um, you know, with the deliveries and the me- our menu as well. So you can message us on there with that. Um, and mm-hmm. check out our stories on Instagram too. Uh, we update a lot that on a lot as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So for the moment, that's the platform. We've also got our website, but um, we need to. We're yeah, we need to basically update our website actually with our deliveries uh, on there. So we'll be doing that as well. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. So uh, Instagram is the most active. Instagram one, right? will be the most active. Yeah, at the moment. Perfect. Okay, well, thanks so much again, Ping, thank uh, for, for joining me today. And um, for everyone who's listening, thank you for um, listening. I hope you uh, got a lot of uh, insight in the street food <laughs> and the restaurant business uh, from Ping. Got a, a really a lot of kind of golden nuggets there. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks, we'll be good. back again next week. Amazing, thank no you. No problem. You take care. Yeah, you too. See you. Bye-bye. Right, bye.